waited for me before. Bryce, we have all these uh, coaches shows now. It's so much fun. High school football is back. And I know you're excited. Friday nights, of course, your Baylor games on Saturdays. Friday nights, you usually find like a game of the week type situation. And uh, uh, China Spring, Lorena, there's a Chilton game I kind of like, uh, I, you know, coming up. Uh, y'all had a good list of them. In fact, DJ and some of your gang, and I'm sure you were involved too, some of these uh, previews were really extensive. I mean, I just thought I was going to get a little capsule on uh, Lorena in China Spring, and it ended up being like a like an 18-inch story. So, Bryce, let me just compliment you and the staff as you get rolling with this high school football coverage. We uh, we certainly love uh, high school football. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate that. Uh, and you know, we we devote a lot of time and energy to it each each year, each season, and um, we've been. Uh, you know, grinding for several weeks as we uh, put out all our preview stuff, and then you turn the page, and now you got games. And so, uh, yeah, we've been writing uh, game previews the last couple of days, and mm-hmm. um, DJ highlighted the top five games of the week, and then uh, we added a few more uh, that are up on the web now, uh, about nine more games that, uh, you know, people can go check out and see our previews there on WacoTrib.com. All right, uh, you just added uh, Midway at Mansfield. Now, you got these records from last year to kind of help everybody. Uh, but uh, this is going to be uh, – I, I think Midway is uh, going to be fascinating to watch because they they need to start getting some traction. And uh, that is a storied program that has fallen on hard times. They've got wonderful facilities they got really good coaches. What's weird, Bryce, is they keep getting coaches hired, and they go 2-8, and eight, right? And everybody's trying to hire their coaches. So it doesn't always make a lot of sense other than they think that Shane's put together some talented coaching staffs. Um, Bryce, do you sense that Midway could – I don't know. I'm not saying they're going to win a bunch of games this year, but at least could start maybe turning the corner – uh, does this feel, do you feel a little more energy with this program heading into this season? Yeah, absolutely. I do. I mean, uh, I, so I, you could kind of say I was the midway beat writer last year. I certainly, uh, was at many of their games with, uh, a senior on the team. And, uh, I sort of went to my boss and said, look, I'm going to cover midway games this year. And he's like, okay. Uh, and you know, this year I have a daughter on the drill team. She was on the drill team last year as well, but, uh, I will be at the Midway Mansfield game on Friday. So I, I mean, I've gotten a chance to see them play a lot. Uh, and certainly last year, uh, they were, they were really built around one guy in, in junior Thornton. I mean, it was just sort of the dynamic of the roster. Um, when he went down, uh, they lost a major playmaker and, Junior's gone now. He went over to La Vega, uh, playing for the Pirates, and uh, so I think there'll be a little, there'll be a lot more balance. I think you've got an upgraded quarterback when you bring in a district MVP and Ty Brown from Belton. He led Belton to a district championship last year. Big kid, six four. Uh, talked to him a few weeks ago, and he's you know looking to try to get recruited as a senior, you know, this season, and uh, you know because he was saying. You know, he wants to play college football, but they, you know, his phone hasn't been 
uh, I'm starting to say ringing off the hook. That's kind of mm-hmm. a, that's a, that's our era, man. But they don't ring, really <laughs> ring off the hook anymore. But, uh, but no, I think they're going to be a lot better. I think uh, they have a very good chance to be in the playoffs. Um, now, the tough thing about Midway's uh, district is that you match up with that Duncanville DeSoto district and by district uh, yeah. playoffs. You know, that that was a pretty tough, uh, tough go when Midway was in that district. Yeah, it's just great to get out of that district. I mean, that'd be a great problem to have uh, because it'd mean you were back in the playoffs. How's Mm -hmm. that? uh, Does the drill team return several starters this year out there at Midway? How's that group looking? The sophomore group is uh, is a pretty large group, and uh, yeah, so they've they've got they've got a number of returners all through the tenth, uh, eleventh, and twelfth grade years. It should be a great year for the drill team. <laughs> okay, I like that. You can break down whatever. I'm looking at some of these previews, like Crawford. I'm kind of excited about. Now nobody's trying to. No offense to the gold Goldthwait folks, but nobody's trying to to get out there and see that team, right? 0-10 last year. There's there's not much you can say about that group. But, boy, Crawford, 14-1. That's become kind of like China Spring, Lorena. We got several powerhouses. I mean, La Vega obviously has done some things over the years in, in a variety of sports. Uh, it's kind of, That's kind of fun, isn't it, to, to cover an area where you do have – some big bad because then football's over and then basketball picks up and you got powerhouses there. But with football, that's a lot of fun when you have like three or four teams that could win state. And then if you go down to like six man and some of that stuff, uh, you you got some great teams around. Yeah, we we do a podcast on uh, on our site, the Super Syntax Podcast, and uh, one of the questions that we uh, kind of talked about this week was. Um, how many state champions will Central Texas produce? Uh, I'll give you a little stat. Every year since 2006, except one year, which was 2020, that was a bad year for everybody, uh, Central Texas has produced at least one state champion, and usually it's more than Last year was China Spring. Two years ago it was three teams. You had China Spring, Lorena, and Live Oak. Uh, so like you said, I mean, you're always going to have teams uh, playing in the state championship game, in the state semifinals. You know, uh, there's going to be some surprises, you know, in that regard. Two years ago was Marlin. Um, I wouldn't say Crawford was a surprise last year. I think we knew they were going to be good, but they went to the state semifinals. Obviously, Mark was in the state championship game, and you can always count on the Panthers to, to you know, be really, really good. I think they will – uh, make another run at a state championship this year. So yeah, it's it's awesome when you have when you know you can pretty much just book your ticket to Jerry World that that we're going to have somebody there and probably multiple somebody's. All right, and you can you can see y'all's picks: DJ, Chad Conine, Bryce Cherry on the site. Those are all up there. I'm just kind of seeing. I like that Chad's kind of keeping it strong with the locals. Y'all picked against Midway. Chad picks Midway. You got you and DJ, uh, and I know DJ. Uh, uh, y'all picked Southwest, and uh, he picks Waco. So Conine, I like I like his commitment to the locals. Now, boy, those Belton schools 
or something. In fact, I think Midway ended up with a couple of Belton players, maybe a quarterback coming from Belton. But uh, it's it, that's another great thing about Central Texas is some of these five-star athletes. You got one at Lake Belton. You got one at Conley. I mean, these are monster athletes who everybody wants. And now people think Micah Hudson's going to go to Texas Tech, which would be just how big. I mean, that would be huge for Joey. That would be such an enormous moment. And he's already doing well in recruiting. But if you got Micah Hudson, uh, that's a different level uh, caliber athlete. No, no doubt. He's he's special. Uh, And it was funny at the state track meet, Chad and I were down there uh, back in May and um, Micah Hudson was there with the, the Lake Belton, you know, relay team. And um, nobody, <laughs> no state champion in any event, I think, got interviewed more than Micah Hudson. <laughs> it was all about, <laughs> hey, where, you know, where are you going to visit? Where, you know, where are you going to, when are you going to commit? You know, all of that stuff. It was a lot of football talk at the state training. <laughs> I like uh, I like that you're just on Conley. You pick Conley, then you pick the Conley JV. I think a, there's a, a matchup with Atasca, and you just said, "Hey, I'm sticking with Conley on this thing." But y'all pick how many games are on here? That's the craziest That's thing. That's unbelievable. <laughs> We've been doing that for years, picking every uh, every game that involves. Uh-huh. Local- yeah, it's uh, it's somewhat taxing. Uh, DJ yeah. admitted on on the podcast this week that when she gets down to two A, she starts losing steam and just starts picking t- whoever. <laughs> you know, yeah, forget the, forget the research at that point. You know, she's she's uh, basically uh, checking out. But uh, we we uh, actually, you know, it becomes pretty competitive. We talk a lot of trash about our picks, so mm-hmm. uh, that's fun, and you know. I, yeah. I suspect that some of those games that you mentioned, uh, Chad taking uh, Waco High and possibly taking Midway, he might have just uh, given me a few uh, extra picks there. Yeah, he might have. Uh, he might have done that. Although I like to see him uh, keeping it local. I also want to ask you what Methodist Children's Home has coming back this year. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna no, delve I into talk it. About, I could talk about Matt Rogers. I did that preview. <laughs> I love, I love me some MCH. I love six-man football. So many, many years ago, I wrote a story called The Joy of Six. And uh, and it was six reasons to love six-man football. And then, uh, you know, several years after that, probably a few decades after that, I did a sequel, Six More Reasons to Love Six-Man Football. So there you go. Have you ever gone outside of Central Texas, like to Penelope, or somewhere, one of those famous six-man type football teams. Have you ever traveled outside? I, I, I had some guys always trying to get me to go see Penelope or some. There's just some famous players like Jack Pardee. I think came from six-man football. Over the years, there's been some incredible ones. Yeah, yeah, Penelope. We actually, you know, consider in our coverage area the Wolverine. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, so I've I've seen. I don't know. I've probably seen. I don't know if I've seen every team in the area. Probably have at some point or another. Uh, mm-hmm. Certainly, they all come to photo day. Um, but yeah, one of my favorite things, a six man story, is one year I sent John Werner out to Heiko to this uh, six man what they called extravaganza. It was like 
five games in a day and several of our local teams were playing in it. And uh, he said that um, one, of the, one of the funny things was, well, one of the funny things was Walt Garrison was there kind of uh, greeting people. Uh, but in the parking lot, there was, uh, we, you know, all these pickup trucks and, you know, just rural people. And uh, one of the bumper stickers he saw said, my kid, 45, your kid. that's pretty good i like that oh my goodness i do i do like some good uh six man bryce cherry joining the matt mosley show esp in central texas bryce if you haven't checked on your astros today i wouldn't do it i would just wait till maybe i mean i would have a drink or something i mean i don't really advocate people doing that but before you Look at the box score. Have you seen what happened to the Astros against the Red Sox today? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was working on a story and actually got an alert on my phone with that final score, and I think my reaction was, yee. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I did not decide to look at the box score or anything, but I did notice that uh, my boy J.P. France, who I've nicknamed Jacques, Jacques Pierre, Jacques-Pierre France. Uh, I don't know if that's his real name, but that's what I call <laughs> it. Uh, he was the the pitcher of record for the Astros, and uh, he, he's had some good outings. I went and saw him a, a few weeks ago, and, uh, and he pitched and pitched well, but apparently not so well today. Yeah. That was, a, that was a tough one. We got to watch these uh, Mariners because they're closing in in a hurry. And, you know, it's funny how teams sneak up on you. I'm like, wait, who plays for them again? Like, who are these guys? And, like, Julio Rodriguez, 17 hits in four games, which is like some kind of Major League Baseball record. So the Mariners just came ripping. And you know it because they were playing against the Astros for three of those games. So the Rangers have just gone in an unbelievable tank right now. And the only great thing was they were off yesterday, and they gained a half game on both teams <laughs> because the Astros and Mariners lost. So they actually, uh, it was a great off day for the Rangers and a much needed one. Bryce Cherry for the Waco Trib joining the Matt Mosley show. Bryce, uh, college football, um, you're getting ready. Bears have uh, have Texas State coming up. Uh, that's going to be. It's going to be fun to see right away. You know, we're shaping how precise, how accurate is he is he going to be? There's so many expectations for him, but he's got he's got so many more weapons. I mean, this is to to me Baylor is one of the more underrated teams in the conference in terms of running back in wide receiver. At the skill positions, at some of those perimeter positions, very deep. In fact, I you know, I think you could go six deep at wide receiver and be fine like the neighbors kid from heath i love him jordan neighbors armani winfield from Louisville. these guys probably won't start for the team it'll be keytron and maybe monterey baldwin i mean it, it's this bryce this is about as deep a receiving core as they've had in a while yeah i mean they should be they have the chance to be very explosive i would think i mean uh, it, it'll be, as you said, it'll be interesting to see um, shaping and kind of uh, the look of the offense. I think, um, you know, Jeff Grimes, I thought last year, maybe um, 
they, they shackled uh, Shapen a little bit. I wanted him to take some more downfield shots occasionally, but then, you know, he got himself into trouble sometimes when, when they would take uh, some downfield shots. So, I mean, I get it. But, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see. I think Baylor's going to have a pretty good year. Uh, I, I think a big, big factor for Baylor has less to do with uh, the personnel on the field and more to do with uh, the way that schedule uh, lines mm-hmm. up with eight home games. As uh, John Morris pointed out today at the kickoff luncheon, um, that's the first time they've ever had eight home games in the history of, you know, everything, I guess. <laughs> um, so pretty, uh, pretty nice deal for Baylor to, to get that many home games. You got to go on the road four times. I mean, uh, not too shabby. I think they'll be able to, you know, to make some hay. All right. We got trips coming in the future. Go to Boulder, go to Arizona state, maybe go to Tucson, catch a game, go to Salt Lake city. I mean, Warner may be begging to come back. These are places he enjoys. Good hiking. Depending on when they play him, the weather may cool off in some of those spots. So watch out for John. He may be trying to trying to get back to his desk. Yeah, yeah. We had lunch last Friday, and uh, he's doing well. Uh, but he said, he said, I'm having a hard time adjusting to the pace. He said, I haven't written a story in six weeks. I said, yeah, I get it. Uh, but he's also about uh, to leave tomorrow on yeah. like a month-long uh, trip in the Pacific Northwest. He's going to be hit. They're going to be doing a lot of hiking, and so he's excited. And then when he gets back, I'm going to put him to work. Going to send him to some high school games and, you know, maybe occasional Baylor games. Uh, nice. My boy Zach has to miss a game for uh, – Zach's going to be running in the Chicago Marathon – the weekend of the Texas Tech game. So I'm going to bring John back and let him do a game. So there you go. Yeah, that's interesting. Not something they usually accuse us sports writers of, trying to seek out a marathon, but good for good for Zach. All right, Bryce. It's a marathon of eating or something. But. <laughs> it's like the Cody Island eating contest, yeah. Uh, the uh, Okay, hey, it was fun. I appreciate it. Great information as always. I'll see you soon, okay? I'll see you for sure here in a week or so. All right, we got uh, we got a press conference with Aranda on Monday, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, I'll uh, I, I may I may make an appearance there. All right, we'll see you. Thanks, Matt. You bet, Bryce Cherry, Waco Trib, joining the Matt Mosley Show. The uh, the dispatch coming up.